ball. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Game over, series over, and the Red Sox are world champs again. And so are these fans. It hasn't happened at Fenway Park for 95 years. The Red Sox are world champions. Boston organization has been well run for a long time now. From the top on down, here comes a 1-2 pitch. Red Sox win the World Series! 5-1 the final tonight! And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. The Red Sox have won the World Championship. The Boston Red Sox beat the Los Angeles Dodgers 5-1. They win the World Series 4 games to 1. And the Red Sox become the first team in the 21st century with four world championships. Can you believe it? Welcome to another episode of the Pesky Podcast. This is a special bonus episode that my man DC and I have put together. This is going to be a monumental moment. And DC, first off, what's been going on with you real quick? Not much, man. Just enjoying the time off. You know, just watching some games, watching some NBA playoffs, some Sox games. Not too much, man. Hanging out with the kids. What about you? And not bad. I'm I'm really glad that I'm one game closer to the old, uh, well, sweep of the Phillies that I predicted. So, but man, let's uh, let's talk about a special moment we're going to be bringing together today, and let's bring back a really great guest we had. A lot sooner than what we thought. So let's bring back Mr. Devin Marara. What's up, guys? What's going on? What's hey, up, what's going on, Devin? How you been doing? Chilling, chilling. Uh, I I know you know you agreed to come back on the podcast, but did you think it was gonna be a week later? Nah, definitely not a week later, but definitely was gonna come back on. Oh That's for sure. uh to give a little feedback here, uh we had Devin on the podcast last week, and, well, we were discussing uh, something that kind of was a trigger for him a little bit, where we were talking about his first home run ball. And, <laughs> you, you know, he, he described it perfectly, but when it came down to the question of, you still you have your first home run ball, right? Devin, what was your answer? No chance. I got a foam ball instead. <laughs> Man, you know, the perks of being in Yankee Stadium, so beautiful. Uh, <laughs> but hey, to sit there and it was funny because after the episode aired, I had a DM uh at the Pesky Podcast and I I read it and Devin, I have the father-son combination that has your first home run ball. Let's and go. Let, let's let's bring him on. First, we're going to bring on the father, Mr. Scott Hammond, and then his son, Tomas Hammond. How's it going? Fellas, what's up? What's up? How you nice doing? to meet you. <laughs> ah, so seven years in the making. Uh, 
before before we we break down everything, let's uh let's watch this monumental moment. I don't know how well that worked out. Hit that thing so hard, it's too, video's too fast, you know? <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a, there it there is. It's the ball, yeah. There's, there's the tease right there. There it is. <laughs> the tease. Yeah. That's awesome. Man, that was a beautiful day. One I'll never forget. There we go. There we go. Boom. Use that short porch, baby. Yeah, take advantage of it then. You're visiting, man. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. It's awesome. Man, That's there awesome, it was. Man. Brought back a lot of memories from you guys. So, uh, Devin, well, what were you what were you thinking? Uh, let let Tomas and Scott know what were you thinking when the uh, the alleged ball got thrown back in. Um, I saw it like get thrown back in, like when I crossed home plate and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, sick!" They threw it back, and I didn't think anything of it because you no, know, we're in the game and stuff like that. And then after the game, because after I got my first hit, they wrote like a whole bunch of funny stuff on my ball, like, "Hey." First hit, whatever, like a bunch of, bunch of stuff on there. So I was expecting that to sit in my locker when I got back. Mm -hmm. so I get back, and then they're like, they put the ball in my locker, but it was like a foam ball, like a softball. And they're like, dude, they didn't throw back your real ball. I was like, no way. And then it was just like a funny thing. I was like, well, it's all right. Oh, that man. Was, yeah, that was, that, was, that was planned before you ever hit the ball, to be honest with you. We, uh, <laughs> We had, you know, we, we, we're planners in our family. We, uh, we just thought, uh, you know, if this ever happened, uh, we, we need to make sure that we're uh, prepared because, you know, it was a big day for my son. We, we, thought we were in the Yankee Stadium because it was his 16th birthday. We flew all the way up from Las Vegas. That's awesome. And uh, so I thought, you know what? Right, Tomas? We were, we were in the stadium. We were walking around, and I saw that guy was uh, selling baseballs. And I said, you know, just in case we get a home run ball. You know, Yankee fans are going to yell, especially if it's, you know, hit by somebody from the Red Sox and yell for us to throw it back. And I really don't want to. So let's just buy a couple balls. And uh, I had that green backpack. I remember that because we put it, I said, I'm going to put the balls, these two balls in the front. And if for some reason we get lucky and the ball gets hit out, then we'll put the, you know, I'll go, we'll, we'll put the ball, the other ball in the backpack in the back and there's another pocket i said and then and then we'll wait till everybody gets really upset because you know they started yelling they start chanting throw it back throw it back and they get into a frothy angry sort of you know mob mentality and so we made a big show of it we reached in you know grabbed that ball you know and i they hit the logo so nobody knew there was a logo or anything like that and i Chucked it off. If you look at the, the the video, I actually threw it pretty far for an old guy, right? Yeah, I was about to say that that thing went a long way. As far as they didn't, <laughs> they didn't sign you after, you know what I'm saying? Especially a foam ball. Yeah, especially right. yeah, it had the it had the Yankee logo on it and everything. And I 
you know, the adrenaline. It was just pure adrenaline. I threw it out there, and everybody was everybody was satiated. Everybody was like, okay, he threw it back out there. Yay, they all clapped. And I'm like, okay, I avoided death. We're good. That's awesome. You know? That's so, awesome. The plan came. The plan worked. It, the plan it worked. Did. Well, up That's until awesome. it didn't, right? Up until it didn't work, and that was uh, uh, the the middle of the ninth inning, I think. A security guard came around and said, "Hey, are you the are you the guy that caught the ball?" And I looked around like, "I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't want anybody to know like I still have the ball." So he's like, "No, no, no, no. Uh, I, I think I think you're the one that everybody tells me that caught the ball." And I'm like, talking about but it was when he said look it's the guy's first home run and i said yeah yeah i got it and so i reached in put it in my you know put it in my glove because i again i don't want anybody to know i stopped walking around with the ball uh and so then i walked the security guard out into the concourse and uh he got on the radio you know a little radio on his shoulder and he said hey i've got the guy with the ball and then somebody said hey just get his information and we'll get a hold of him later on and we'll get the ball. They never, never called. They never got a hold of me. I've been in the same house for years, you know, same phone number for years. I mean, anybody can get a hold of me. I'm a political figure here in the state of Nevada. And so, I, I, you know, my phone number is everywhere. So nobody called me. And it wasn't the only time, was it, Tomas? Not the only one. We, uh, we got, he went to a trip to Fenway, talked to their people, tried to get the ball back to you. I, I found out here that you're an Instagram kind of guy, but I messaged you on Twitter. We followed you on Twitter. Oh. We thought we got to try and get his attention, but to no avail. We followed you on Twitter. We followed a Red Sox fan on Twitter and just trying to get you that ball, but but no luck. Hey, we're finally here. We're finally, yeah. we're, we're finally here. <laughs> Only That's seven years a, later. What this is cool, Tal, man. man. That's, yeah, this is I – think, I think I'd rather have it this way than – just giving me the ball back. You know what I'm saying? This is this is pretty cool. There's a story behind it and a lot of meaning behind it. So this is I'm sure it was pretty special for you guys catching that ball too. So just as special as it was for me, that's for sure. It was one of the best presents he could have had because it's a it's a story that keeps on going seven years later, right? That's uh, awesome. Man. That's super cool. And I and I figured you I figured at some point you want it back. I, I'm not to, I'm not disparaging you. I just know that you didn't have like 300 home runs in the major leagues. No, and, definitely not. Just just shy of 300, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I think I looked it up one time, and I think that the ball I have represents about 18% of your, your home runs. So I, I thought, you yeah. know what, this guy's going to want this ball back at some point. And, you know, media, you know the, the technology being what it is, I figured someday it'll all catch up. And uh, everybody comes through Las Vegas at some point. And so I figured, you know, he'll, he'll I come through. to Las Vegas a lot. <laughs> See, I knew it. <laughs> You, you don't know it, but every time you came to Las Vegas, you were that much closer to your ball. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. So, yeah. matter of fact, what, what made it funny, actually, was I think we were on our way home. I, my father lives in Long Island. Yeah, he lives in Massapequa Park. So, we got mm-hmm. on the train to go back home that same night, and we were, we were uh, listening to highlights. You know, we were watching that run ball. Uh, we saw what he hit it, the, the, the porch, and... And uh, I think it was the Nesson announcer said, uh, "Oh, it looks like he uh, he's throwing the ball back. It looks like Devin, it looks like Devin's going to get the ball." And you know, I was holding the ball at the time. You know, it was in my hand on the train. I'm like, oh, I look over at my son Tomas, and I'm like, "Oh no, got him, <laughs> got him." <laughs> that. That's awesome. Uh, man. Yeah, what a but, cool story. Super cool. Yeah. Super so. Cool. We, yeah. yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to make sure you get that. 
Um, I just never really wanted to send it until I knew exactly where. But uh, yeah, when you're when you're coming out again, we probably need to get together. I, I'm not there now. I'm in Carson City, Nevada, which is where our capital is. Our, you know, I'm part of the legislature up here. And uh, Tomas is uh, he's moved on to he's he's uh, in law office in Provo, Utah. So we we definitely awesome. will uh, definitely get uh, you know get with you and, and get that back to you. Yeah, man. I, I'll send you guys some stuff too. You know, for for doing all this and reaching out and still holding on to it and stuff. So I miss you guys get compensated real nice. So I'll send you guys a couple of things. Yeah. And yeah, I, it was never about money. Believe me, I was going to give you the ball then. It was, I, I hate it when people are like, I'm going to hold out. I, I heard the story about the other guy. Um, you guys were telling no, me about it. Yeah. Uh, Yoshida. Yoshida this year. That's, that's uh, tragic. I'm like, I, how do you, I guess she doesn't, she doesn't go to the baseball games a lot. She just wanted a baseball. She wanted to hold on to it or something. And uh, uh, I, that company uh, did not want to give it up. Yeah, the, the, they they tried everything. I heard, you know, through the Nesson broadcast, nothing. I'm like, man, like, dude, it, what a fan, hardcore yeah. fan right there. <laughs> you just hardcore took you just took one look at the dad's face, and you could tell he was not bending on anything. Like throughout the broadcast, <laughs> you could see him, and he's just sitting there like, nah. Nah, uh, that's <laughs> not so doing funny. it. Well, you know, that's that, so but that's what pulled me. I mean, look, I'm a baseball fan, right? I've been to, you know, I've been a long time. I, I hadn't, I'd never been to Fenway Park. Now I've been there about, I think, three or four times. And, uh, and so I just, I'm a hardcore fan. Matter of fact, my, you know, my, I have got a, I'm a senator here in the state of Nevada. And my best friend in the Senate is another uh, legislator who loves baseball. Her name is Roberta Lang. And, uh, you know, whenever we go to conferences or whatever, we always go to a baseball game and we try to hit one or two, sometimes three baseball games a year. So when someone says, look, it's his first his first home run, you know, I mean, it has meaning to me, but obviously it has more meaning to uh, to you, Devin, than it does to me, because it's it's your first home run. I'm not I'm not going to keep something that means that much to somebody else. I mean, it it certainly has meaning to me because. I just love baseball. I love being connected to baseball, like Moneyball, right? Moneyball is like, you can't help but be nostalgic about baseball. Yeah. You can't yeah. help it. And so, um, you know, I, matter of fact, we're, we're sitting here, hopefully in the next week or so, contemplating whether or not we can make a deal and, and bring the um, Oakland A's to Las Vegas and make it the Las Vegas A's. And, you know, for me, it's like, wow, this is not that's, that, that, that's a must do. That's, that's got to happen. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you, and I think everybody in the organization knows it because they've already come to talk to me like, "Hey, uh, you got your vote, right?" And I'm like, I, "Well, I can't say yes or no because we haven't seen any of the details yet." But uh, I certainly want to try. That's awesome. Well, uh, yeah, hey Scott, awesome. well, sit there and tell him, "Hey, you're not going to get my vote unless the A signed Devin to a contract, a lifetime contract, <laughs> right?" <laughs> well, we can make sick. it all part of the package right there. That's sick. that'd be awesome. I love I love me some Vegas. That's for sure. Oh right, I mean, great city, great don't city. Don't you think the A's would do much better in uh, Las Vegas than they are right now in the Bay Area in the, in the location they're in? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Oakland location is good. It's just what that org's done with you know with the fan base. You know, like they kind of because they they used to have fans come to their games when they were good. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, they had, they had great players there for a long time. You know, I heard. Uh, Chris Bassett talked the other day, and he was just talking about how, you know, how passionate those Oakland fans are about the game and stuff, and like what they've done with the organization is the reason why, you know, it's the fans aren't showing up. You know, it's not 
it's not because they don't love the game. It's like they really appreciate the game. And so it's sad to see them leave. But, you know, I've, I've played in Vegas with the AAA team there. And it's a great crowd always. And if I know anything about Vegas, they're going to make a stadium that is state of the art and super sick. So they're, they're talking to the folks who did the uh, stadium in Seattle. Oh, nice. And so, and then they want Super to make, cool. um, you know, that what is that uh, stadium the Rams play in in LA? So, over SoFi? SoFi, yeah. yeah so and it's got that, that uh, transparent uh, roof. Yeah. So, they want to do a retractable roof that's transparent so you're yeah. letting light in all the time. So, it wasn't it won't feel claustrophobic, right? They're, they're going to do it big, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, they, they do it big. When, who did you play for when you were in um, in Las Vegas? Was it the Fifty uh, Ones or the Aviator? It wasn't the Aviators. Uh, no, I played for uh, Reno, and then I went oh, back again. Yeah, I went back again with uh, with the Marlins AAA team. Okay. So I've been there. I've been there a couple of times to play, and then I go every year for in the off season to go be a degenerate which is always great yeah <laughs> which is what we that's why we built the city <laughs> so yeah. for, for folks like you for people people like you. us <laughs> suckers like me you know yeah you can leave your I money and... it, man it's money well spent as i always say good food good atmosphere great city man yeah well yeah, well i i'd love to when you come out love to do something i i'm Pretty much connected to a lot of a lot of folks there. Uh, Perfect. You know everybody. Uh, schools. We want to do it at a school. We can do it at a school where the kids can come and you know meet a big leaguer. Uh, you know just whatever we want to do, we, we'll talk about. Uh, you know when you come out and, and make, sure. a big, make a big splash. For sure. Yeah. Just uh, hit me up on Instagram and we'll set it all up. That'd be you, Tomas. I'll I'll take care of it. <laughs> Let's go, Tomas. Pops isn't all all that with it with the Instagram. Let's go. We need you. <laughs> we need you with so, the technology. So <laughs> as a, as a, it's funny because you're you're absolutely right, Ned. And I, I the technology does interfere with my life. But you know, as a as a uh, state senator, I I think I have, I think I have Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. And probably a couple other ones, but I don't. I don't maintain it. Other, and I have other people do it because I don't. I don't like. I'm not going to do this stuff. That's the way to do it, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's a, it's a rabbit it, hole. It is right. Like you can get yeah. sucked into that all day. It's a time suck. So yeah. Yeah. I'm out doing other yeah. things. Um, matter of fact, we have our awesome. softball game. Our legislative softball softball game will be next week. We do we do the Senate versus the Assembly uh, every year. Uh, every time we're up here, and so that'll be next week. We had our basketball game this past week. We gotta do Sweet. something. Sweet, we'll do something for sure. All for right. Sure. Well, hey, I really appreciate how you know I was talking to DC about this whole thing, and as soon as uh, Tomas sat there and sent me, you know, the picture of the of you know of the ball and everything, I was just like, man, I'm like DC. We just started this podcast in February. You know, we've come a long way. Where you know we had Keith Bulk on. We got Devin on. Now, now all of a sudden, you know, we're part of you know Devin's history now, hooking him up with his first home run ball. Like I was like DC. What are the chances of not us not only having Devin on, us talking about his home run ball, but the people that have his first run home run ball listening to our podcast to come full circle? Like that is just 
I probably have a better chance going to Vegas and, and hitting a jackpot with one quarter, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh it's a cool story, man. It's, it's cool to be part of. So I'm glad that uh, you guys can get uh, connected, get that ball back. It's really cool of you two, too, man. I'll be honest with you. When uh, he told me you guys reached out to him or Tomas reached out to him on Instagram or Twitter or whatever it was, I was like, why is the Yankees fan listening to our podcast? But that makes sense. Like, you've been, you know, trying for seven years to try to get this guy, get a hold of him, and he's on. That's just cool that you guys, you know, took that time to listen to the podcast, listen to what he had to say, and then also, you know, take the time to do this. It's really awesome, man. Yeah, I just love baseball. This is this is why, like, how can you not love baseball? You right. see stuff like this, like, not to be cliche or anything, but, like, this is just cool to see. Just really, you know, just awesome to connect some good people, man. Can I can I so, say one other thing? I If I could, if I if I take just a second of your time, I, I'm, I'm actually really, uh, and I don't see this as a father too often, uh, probably not enough, but I'm really proud that Tomas never actually gave up on this. He, he, he kind of pursued this, followed it. I mean, he knew what our, our, our goal was, but you know, my, my wife and I are, are proud parents of four kids. We love our kids to death. And uh, we, uh, you know, we, we tell, you know, we, we're not ashamed of anything. We tell everybody, you know, we're, we're proud parents. We're, we're adoptive parents. Tomas came into our family a different way, but you know, uh, that's what I love about Tomas is that uh, we got a chance to raise him, uh, but he is, the man who makes decisions and choices in life. And he just said, you know what, I, I'm just going to keep following this until we do it. Uh, when he was 16 and we wanted to do something nice for him, you know, my, I, I'm a school teacher most of my life. My wife is a school teacher now. And yeah, I'm in politics, but let me tell you, gentlemen, in politics in the state of Nevada is not giving me millions of dollars, despite what everybody thinks that keeps emailing me, you know, it says, you know, <laughs> this guy's making millions of dollars. I'm like, no, we're not. It's, it's a part-time job. And, and so we don't make a whole lot. And we thought, you know what, we just want to make, uh, you know, give, do something good for Tomas. We surprised him with that trip, actually. He thought I was going to Phoenix for some business trip. And we got to the airport and we gave him a hat. And he said, why am I getting a hat? You know, why am I getting an early present? And I said, well, you know, I thought you might want to wear it. And we go see the Red Sox play the Yankees. I mean, there's no better, better rivalry in all of sports. And to be able to give my son this opportunity, my kids have been big baseball fans because I am, but uh, it's just kind of sponged off of me and, Tomas is that that man who's made the right decisions in life, and I couldn't be more proud as a as a father. Yeah, awesome, uh, definitely. Awesome. I I know myself personally, Scott. I got two kids. I got two step kids. DC has a has a, a a newborn child. He's also got a stepdaughter. Like to instill and teach these values to our kids, and have the and see them like go forward. Scott, you you raised a heck of a kid right here in Tomas, and like it shows right here. Yep, never awesome. gave up. So. It's a special man. Yeah, that's a testament to your parenting, to you and your wife. That's uh, that's awesome. And and they taught they taught me to hate the Red Sox. So the fact that I had to follow a Red Sox player for seven years wasn't easy. Right. <laughs> you weren't supposed no, to say I'll, awesome. I'll make it worth it. Don't you worry. We'll, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we hopefully we can turn you after this whole process. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> slowly but sure, slowly but surely. <laughs> Like I said, we're just baseball fans. I'll, I'll go to any baseball game and, and, and cheer on teams and cheer on players. Sometimes it's about the player and just having that moment like you had. That was a that was an important moment for you. And so for us to be able to help you come full circle and, and then have that, that moment, now it means something. The ball meant something before. I, I hope it means even more now. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Really appreciate it, guys. This is, this is super special. And 
honestly wouldn't have it any other way. So this is this is awesome. Well, Tomas, thank you for being an outstanding young man. Scott, thanks for raising a young man with values instilled in him. Devin, thank you for just being one heck of a baseball player and being able to not hold a grudge for that baseball for seven years. Nah. Yeah. Never, man. This, this, is, this is baseball, man. It's Everything that happens is, is awesome. You know, I, I hit the home run and I got videos to prove it, you know, and, you know, this, this story is so much more special now that, that this all came in into life this way. You know, it's, it's super cool to, to bring strangers together, you know, and mm-hmm. by, by one passion and one love, which is baseball and you know, it's super cool. And we'll make this moment more special and I'll cherish this the day I die. That's for sure. So I really appreciate it guys. Thank yeah, you. Tom Austin Scott. Thank you. Now, now, Devin, I, uh, I have a, I have a couple small, quick questions. One, you got. when I sit there and sent you that message on Instagram, what what was going through your head? I was like, no shot. It's been a hundred years, and but then I was super pumped. I was like, let's go, let's do this thing. I was, no. I was super pumped. I was like, I lost hope, but I knew, I knew at some point I would. It would work its way back to me and, and it did and no better way than this you know two special people and you know I'm, I'm glad that you guys got to be there for a special moment for me and it was just as special for you guys and that's that's super cool and pop you still got an arm on you man you know <laughs> you should have seen me play cannon. basketball this past weekend we had a should have, yeah I, I felt like a young man again of uh you know 40. Uh, love that love that so Okay, guys, want to thank everybody. Tomas, don't stop here. Get on Instagram. Right there, his, his, right underneath his name, that's the Instagram handle. All right, I'll do it right now. Okay. Awesome. Okay. But, uh, guys, Scott, Tomas, thanks for stopping by for uh, completing this. Devin, a pleasure like always for having you come on uh just sit there and w- when you get the ball make sure you sit there and, and get the picture Ta- tag us all in it you know for this moment for sure for so. sure blow this one up that's for sure do you see you have anything else uh you want to say no i just want to thank all uh, all three of you for coming on um obviously tomas and scott that's awesome for you guys to do that for Devin. um Obviously, you know, you, you spoke, Scott, about how you feel about Tomas. He obviously seems like a really, really cool dude, you know, has those values and so to him, you know, from you and your wife. Really appreciate, you know, doing that. I appreciate you holding on to that ball, Tomas, for as long as you did. That's probably, that's pretty hard to do as a Yankees fan, you know, for a Red Sox player. <laughs> I would have played catch that ball a long time ago. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Oh, no, I'm just glad to, be a, glad to be a part of this, man. This is, uh, this is some cool stuff. And I'm not going to lie, this is probably... I know we got to interview Keith Folk, which was probably one of the coolest things I ever did in my entire life. This is hands down my favorite uh, podcast we've done. And it'll probably be my podcast, favorite podcast that we've done going forward, you know, for the rest of the time we do this. Just uh, glad to meet some good people, you know, Yankees fans, giving the ball back to Red Sox fan. You can't ask for something better than that. So keep it up. Really appreciate you all doing that for us and doing that for Devin. Our, our pleasure, you know, our pleasure. Uh, and, and it's, I think, 
when it, when it comes to Tomas, every time I, you know, he, everybody knows him here. I, he's, I've been in state legislature now almost 14 years. And, uh, you know, when he met the, you know, then the first governor that I was associated with, uh, Governor Sandoval, it's the first thing that Governor Sandoval always asked me when I see him. He's like, how's Tomas? He, he makes an impression on people because he's just, he is who he is. And so, you know, you, you can't help. You know, I, I remember one time somebody said, look, you, I can't take credit for all the good things that my kids do, because if, if I do, then I have to take credit for all the bad stuff. Uh, at some point, your kids have got to make their own decisions and the choices they make and the consequences that come with them. I'm just happy that he's in a place where he, he makes good choices and he's got great consequences. This is proof, right? This is a great story. You know, he's always going to remember the choice that he's made over the last seven years to try and get this ball back to Devin. And, and here it is just to see Devin happy about it, to be on a podcast, to be talking about it, be, you know, this gift that, that we gave him at, at the age 16 just seems to keep on giving. Tomas, you want to, you want any final words, Tomas? Um, it's an honor and a privilege, Devin, to finally talk with you and, uh, Regardless, you know, I always wanted my first baseball player that I met would be either Derek Jeter or Aaron Judge, but this is probably better getting your ball back and having this uh, this longstanding story that will finally have a, an end to it. So it's it's been a really cool uh, experience, and I can't wait to get this ball to you. Awesome, man. Awesome. No, I just want to say thank you to all of you guys for making this happen, especially Tomas and Scott. You know, so special. The story is so awesome and. I'm glad we got to record this and put this out to the world so people can see, you know, that that baseball is love. You know what I'm saying? And Yankees yeah, fans, Boston fans, we're supposed to hate each other, but one thing we love is is baseball, and this is this is a true testament to that. So it's super cool. I'm so thankful for you guys, and you know, I'll I'll make this uh, just as special as for me for you guys as well. So thank you so much. Well, guys, awesome. thanks for stopping by. Tom, Tomas, make sure you keep listening to the podcast because you, well, you I don't never know, know, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if the Red Sox keep winning and the Yankees keep losing, I don't know if I'd be able to listen to the podcast and watch Red Sox highlights. All, uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. But... We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll change the, uh, the intro for you, you know, so you don't have to listen to that. <laughs> we'll make it a little bit shorter, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, oh, ma- awesome. ma- maybe, maybe we'll just throw some 2004 uh, – ALCS highlights, you know, for the open for you. I'm trying to keep them as friends, <laughs> man. I'm trying to keep them as oh, friends. Oh, 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 my bad, my bad. Because, like, you know, if it ever, you know, if this does happen in Vegas and we're all out there, it'd be cool to catch a game together in a couple of years. You know what I'm saying? For sure. You never know. Something to think about. Something to think about. For sure. Yes, it will be because uh, I, I have a, I think I have a hotline to the uh, president uh, by that time. I, I think it probably could get you some good seats. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> Now this be yeah, this be cool to see everybody well, here, everybody. Well, hopefully Devin's working for him by that time, or you know, Ooh, he's around. He's going to get that call soon. I feel it for sure. Okay. For sure. Thank you, uh, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for guys stopping by. Uh, make sure you follow our YouTube channel. Uh, you know, follow the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I am the Rit. He is DC. We've got our good friend Devin. Scott and Tomas, see you guys next time on the Pesky Podcast.